This is the Value Investor Podcast with Tracy Reinick. All things value, all the time. Welcome back, value investors. So tech is soaring and everyone is complaining it's too hot to handle, right? Like it's overvalued, it's gone parabolic, it's 1999 all over again. And we know which companies are the quote unquote expensive ones, the ones that are irrational, a little bit too much speculation maybe, and they just keep going up every day. Those would be stocks like Zoom, Zoom video. But what about the flip side? Is there any companies out there that are actually trading cheaply right now? Are there any cheap tech stocks? Now, by cheap, I'm not talking about the price of the shares again, remember? So it's not like, oh, there's stocks under $10 and that's what makes them cheap. No, I'm talking about on a valuation basis. Are there any that are cheap right now? So I wasn't very optimistic when I decided to do this episode on this topic because I really didn't think there would be much value out there. It is the hottest sector. Uh, Most of it is uh, on the rise. And so most of it is not going to be cheap, but you never know, right? So why not do the screen for it? So this is, I, I did a couple of screens actually for this episode because there are different ways to find value as we've covered many times on this podcast. So you can search by PE, we could do PEG, we could do price to sales, we could do price to book, uh, we could do a combination of those things. The classic value has all of them, plus uh, free cash flow is thrown into that one too. But here I thought I'd start with the basic, the PE ratio, and uh, I threw in this X rank. So this first screen was Zach's ones and twos, because I did want something good to be going on with those earnings estimates. When everybody else is being cut, I wanted them to be on the increase in some way. Doesn't mean it's gonna be up year over year or anything, but something good at least is going on where the analysts got too pessimistic or something with the company and now have had to raise it. So I want ones and twos, which are the strong buys and the buys. And then I I elevated my PE. I didn't do just 15 because I thought that would be too narrow with the technology. So I did 20 or less for the PE. And then I searched under Zach's computer and technology sector, which is one of the main uh, sectors that mimics what the S&P 500 has. So just those three components. And I got 29 stocks. So that was more than I thought, thought it would be like a handful or something, but the PE being a little more elevated did allow for some more names to get in there. Now, what was on this list? Some, uh, a decent number were foreign companies, uh, including a lot of Chinese plays. I try to stay away from the China plays. I am including one foreign company though on these five stocks that I'm about to go over. So there is some foreign exposure here and maybe some people are just kind of ignoring some of the foreign tech companies and not uh, following them as closely as they do with the US or European companies. So um, we'll, we'll see that one will be kind of towards the end, but I only picked out three stocks out of this screen because then I wanted to screen using some other value components to see what else I got in those screens. 
and whether or not the stocks were similar or um, you know if I could get some different names. So let's just dive right into the first three stocks off of this screen. And this is just based on the PE with the Zacks ones and twos. Okay, so the first stock out the gate is Microchip Technology. MCHP is the ticker and they call themselves the leading provider of smart, connected and secure embedded control solutions. So um, if you know what that is, please tweet at me. So that's what they do. And they actually are um, not a small company, 25 billion market cap. They do pay a dividend yielding 1.4% according to Yahoo Finance. I didn't see anywhere that they had cut that. So it looks like they are still paying a dividend um, or maybe it was suspended, but I did not see that it was. These uh, shares have been hot up 54% over the last three months because again, technology, but they're still down 3% year to date. So maybe that's where some of the value is coming in. They're not super dirt cheap, um, but they, um, how come I don't have the PE here? I think it's around 18. For some reason I didn't write it down. Well, that's not very good, um, but they, Again, we're not super cheap, but they were under the 20, so they were trading around 18 times. But uh, we'll take that compared to a lot of the other technology names that are trading 30, 40, 50 times. The interesting thing about them is on June 2nd, they actually updated what they're seeing for their fiscal first quarter, which ends on June 31st. So they had two months of uh, business in the second quarter and they felt good enough about everything to come out and revise their guidance higher. So now they're saying sales for the quarter are gonna be flat to down 6%, but they were expected to be down two to 10% just a couple months ago in, in uh, early May when they last gave an update. So that's super good news. Sales now expected to be between 1.25 and 1.32 billion. And that's up from their prior guidance of 1.19 um, to 1.3. So um, that's positive. And then they said that business was performing better than expected. They had COVID-19 supply chain dis disruptions in the Philippines and Malaysia, but those have abated now. And those, um, they expect the business to continue to gain ground through the end of the quarter, which is why they came out early to give this good news. And then they also said that um, their customer side, automotive factories were reopening and that was where they saw the largest dis demand destruction among their customers. So that's a positive and this is global companies. So you're seeing those auto factories reopening in both Asia and Europe and to some extent in the US as well. So this year expected to make $5.71. They made 5.62 last year. So that's still up 1.6% during a global pandemic. I would take that. And a full year fiscal year next year is expected to be up 13.5%, $6.49 there. So this is all looking pretty good here. There's X number two, uh, buy stock here. And if these shares pulled back, they would get cheaper and could be even a little more intriguing. So it might not be the tech stock you were envisioning when you started listening here, but it is technology. And some of these names are ones you just maybe never have heard of. So microchip technology, MCHP. And then 
We're switching over to a, a stock I have talked about in the past, including on a, just a recent episode, but I like them enough and everything is holding firm with them. They still look good that I decided to bring them back. Amcor Technologies, AMKR. Remember these guys are the outsourced semiconductor and packaging, out, wait, outsourced semiconductor packaging and tech services. So they aren't a semiconductor manufacturer, but they provide services to the semiconductors and semis have been hot. Now this company has been around since 1968. So they've seen it all, plenty of recessions, the, the financial crisis, everything. So I like that in my companies, companies that have a track record. They have a 2.9 billion market cap. They do not pay a dividend. Their PE is at 17.6 right now. So again, not under 15, but it is under the 20, only one analyst estimate on this company. Um, so it's not heavily followed. Sales are expected to be up 12.8% this year. That's pretty positive again with a global pandemic. They made 56 cents in 2019, expected to make 70 cents this year, up 25%. These shares are up 71% in the last three months. So yes, tech has gotten a bid but year to date still down 8.2. So if these shares, you know, pull back some more, I'm going to like them even more. So value investors like to be patient. This is might be one to keep on your list. Um, they last gave any kind of outlook in April. So it's been a while since we've heard from them. That's not a negative at all, but look, to tune in on their next upcoming earnings report, obviously gonna be uh, all of them for this next earnings season is gonna be a hot one. So that's Amcor Technologies, AMKR. Then the third company out of this original screen is Comscope, C-O-M-M -M is the ticker. They have a 1.6 billion market cap. So um some would call that a mid cap or a large small cap i kind of like to call it a large small cap if it's under 2 billion there uh this one is the cheapest out of all of them with a pe of just seven 7.3 is the pe here no dividend and what do they do they're a global leader in infrastructure solutions for communication networks so they do broadband wireless uh venue um that's like three of their segments, and they just acquired ARIS, A-R-R-I-S. So that's really boosting up their sales. In the first quarter, sales were up 84% because of the ARIS acquisition. If you strip that out, uh, organic sales decreased 18% to three billion or to two billion. They are a global company. US is the largest segment, but they're also in Europe, Asia Pacific, and several other areas. So keep that in mind. They ended the first quarter with 394.3 million in cash. They did draw down 250 million on the revolving credit facility. Now, what do those estimates look like? These estimates are actually down quite a bit over the last 90 days. So 2020, they're looking for $1.25 and they made $2.15 last year in 2019. So that's a decline of 41%, but expected to see the big rebound in 2021 back up to two so that's what we want to see sales growth only 2.4 percent here but that's why you're paying the pe of seven
because you're not getting super big sales growth and no earnings growth right now. So what do these shares look like? It's not as straight up as some of the other technology companies. Over the last three months, they are up 13%, but they've come down off of recent highs and it wasn't a V-shaped chart if you go look at it, the three-month chart. Year-to-date, these are still down 40%. So you might be able to get these shares a bit cheaper still if there's another uh, bigger overall market correction or sell-off of some kind. So keep that in mind. Okay, so those are the first three stocks out of the original screen based on PE. Then I decided, why don't I screen for PEG? Because not only will I get the PE, but I'll get the growth component too. That's a pretty powerful combination. I have done complete shows just on the peg, but I haven't really looked at it much since the pandemic. So what is happening with the pegs and can I get both with the Zach's rank still intact? So I kept the Zach's rank of ones and twos, and then I looked for a peg under one and this screen much more narrow. And I got just eight stocks with this kind of like magic combination, right? Um, so a few of the names were actually similar to what was on the first screen, but not all of them, because again, the PE you might think would be on the lower side to get that peg under one, or you're going to need really strong growth. But that is what has come up in um, at least one of the two stocks I'm going to talk about now. So the first stock, I've mentioned it on other episodes when I have looked at the pegs, and it's Dropbox. DBX is the ticker. A nine billion market cap. Now this is the one where the PE is high. It's at 31, but the peg is just 0.96 because of the strong earnings growth trajectory. So um, sales expected to be up 13.7 percent this year on demand. Obviously for their uh, you know product, they call themselves the world's first smart workplace and they're a leading global collaboration platform, uh, which is vital here while we're all working from home and not able to collaborate in person. So Dropbox getting a lot of business right now. In the first quarter, they saw sales up 18% to 455 million. They also had cash of a billion dollars at the end of the first quarter. Uh, we don't know what's happening now in the second quarter, but a lot of the trends most likely have continued. So year to date, uh, well, let's start with three months. Three months, these shares are up 31%. So not as sky high as some of these others that have had huge three-month gains. Year to date, though, still up 25.6%. That's pretty impressive during the pandemic year. And earnings um, expected to make 76 cents now in 2020. Uh, some estimates have actually risen in the last week up from 73 cents. So some analysts getting a little more bullish here as they're seeing the trends that I just mentioned, that the trends from the first quarter have likely continued into the second quarter. Now that's earnings growth of 52% over last year because they only made 50 cents a share last year in 2019. So that's where you're getting the peg of 0.96. So um, you're not paying too much for that growth. That's what the peg weeds out, right? It's weeding out value in the growth. So keep that in mind. Dropbox DBX is the ticker there. And then I'm going to finish up with uh, the foreign company 
that's not from China. It's actually Canadian, and it's Celestica. I hope I'm saying that right. Um, CLS, that's all you need to know is the ticker. C as in cat, LS is the ticker. And they are a leader in design, manufacturing, and supply, supply chain solutions. They only have a market cap of $826 million, so this is a small cap, so keep that in mind. Sales expected to be down 12.5% this year and down another 1% in 2021. So a little challenge from uh, the, what's going on with the pandemic, but earnings expected to be up 14.8% in 2020. Uh, they're going up to 62 cents from 54 cents last year, and then another 12% in 2021 at 69 cents. Now in the first quarter, the revenue was down 8% to 1.3 billion. They have two segments, advanced technology solutions and connectivity and cloud solutions. And they said in the first quarter that their global network was operating at 80 to 85% of normal workforce levels. So that was a positive, but still some weakness because they are getting hit by the COVID. But this stock, three months, this stock is up 127% in three months. So this one really sold off hard in the coronavirus sell-off earlier this year, because year to date, they're still down 22%. So huge rally here. You might want to wait to see if it's going to pull back, but again, a small cap. So more volatile than some of these other stocks. What does it look like in valuations? So this is one of the ones that showed up in both screens. The peg is at 0.79. So that is under one. So we're paying pretty cheaply for the growth here in the earnings. PE of just 10.7. So the PE side is also low because while we do have growth, double digit growth here expected in earnings, it's not up at like 50% like Dropbox is. Still only um, you know 14.8 and then 12.1 for next year. But still an overall cheap stock on the tech side and that's what value is uh, rooting out right here. It's rooting out the cheapness that you've probably never heard of before with some of these companies, even though shares are up big on Celestica here um, over the last three months. So let me recap those tickers again. So you make sure you can keep them on your list, tune in during this earnings season and see what's going on with each of them. Only one is given an update in be, you know, before earnings. That's always positive in this kind of environment because if something good is going on, you really want to tell everybody, right? Um, I would. So Microchip Technologies, MCHP is the one who's telling everybody that things are good. Then we had Amcor Technologies, AMKR. Then we had Comscope, C-O-M-M. -M. We had Dropbox on the PEG side, DBX, and then... Celestica, am I saying that right? Um, CLS is the ticker there. So there is some value in the tech area. We're not totally let, you know, out of this game of tech soaring, but it's just not in the areas you think it should be. But keep an eye on 
what's going on in that sector. It is really hot right now. And likely as everything happens in the stock market, uh, every rally has a pullback or correction that's totally normal and healthy. This one will too. So keep an eye on your some of your favorite stocks and see if you can get them any cheaper because that's what we do here as value investors. And be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode because I'm going to be bringing you more value stocks every week as we go along here in the summer. So you can find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And I know many of you are on both those platforms and you can get us two for one on the Market Edge on um, SoundCloud, but it's under the Zach's Market Edge name over there. But be sure to subscribe so you don't miss it. And I'll be back again next week with some more stocks. This material is being provided for informational purposes only, and nothing herein constitutes investment, legal, accounting, or tax advice, or a recommendation to buy, sell, or hold a security. Do not act or rely upon the information and advice given in this podcast without seeking the services of competent and professional legal, tax, or accounting counsel. Publication and distribution of this podcast is not intended to create, and the information contained herein does not constitute an attorney-client relationship. No recommendation or advice is being given as to whether any investment or strategy is suitable for a particular investor. It should not be assumed that any investments in securities, companies, sectors, or markets identify described were or will be profitable. All information is current as of the date herein and is subject to change without notice. Any views or opinions expressed may not reflect those of Zach's investment research as a whole.